How we doing tonight? Lovely. I don't believe you. You shouldn't. All right, that's the end of this episode. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Welcome back to Lance and Friends. Hi, I'm Lance. This is I'm actually giving you this podcast now. How do you feel about that? That's probably not in your best interest if you want this business to go well. This business, you think whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. You think I'm making a profit <sighs> off of Bob and Friends? The latest update, I actually haven't checked the stats for this week, but I think that we had like 20 listeners the last time that I checked. That's uh, more listeners than I have on, on, on regular, so. I think that that's like, I'm kind of convinced that's just like, this. maybe it's 20 streams and there's like five listeners, but it's, it's just the same, the same like under 10 people. <laughs> What was that? Was that your phone? Would you like me to silence my phone? <laughs> no, I think it adds texture. You can <laughs> you can keep it going. Anyway, but this is Lance. I call him Pants for no other reason besides it rhymes with Lance. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it, it took a lot to come up with that one, didn't it? You know, I'm I'm a creative. <laughs> you know, I would like to say that's one of my best projects thus far um but yeah this is lance he's a friend of mine um yeah that's kind of a given for all of these is bob bob and friends and this is bob and acquaintances <laughs> <clears throat> yes i just met her last week um that would be an interesting format that should be an, an additional segment is where i just get random people and then i that would actually really scare people with these questions i would be terrified and i don't even know what the questions are and on that note, uh, so I have each episode start out with the person that I interview explain to the millions of listeners how we met. So I'm going to I'm going to let you do that now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to let you think about this for a second, because I honestly don't remember. <laughs> what? I do. Oh, you sorry. do. Well, yes. that's great. I Take remember. it. Yeah, I, I remember how we met. Um, we met. Uh, at the Cove, actually, <clears throat> with Wade, it was like this... it was at the Cove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went in the summer after you did like Sprake. I think it was your freshman year. Um, my sophomore year, we met at the Cove. Me, Wade, you, and Cade. Do you remember Megan? Oh my God! Wait, was that the same day that we met? That was that was the same day that we met. I'm I'm almost certain it has to be. That's the only. That's the first time I remember you, at the very least. No, that definitely makes sense. That memory just seems like a lot closer than like probably when it actually happened. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that was like almost three years ago, I think three or four. I don't even know. I can't count at this point. But yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely how we met. Um, Damn, that's kind of scary. The the finance guy can't count. <laughs> you don't need to count for finance. I have a calculator. Excel. All right, and that's on anyone who wants to go into finance. <laughs> you heard it here. But, yeah, for context, The Cove is like... How how would you describe The Cove? Uh, it is a college-formatted lazy pool. Or lazy river. So there's alcohol, all that fun stuff. That's that's the college format part. Um, <laughs> that's, exact, that's almost exactly how I would describe it, is it's a... Uh, an an adult mini water park. Even if you can call it a water park, it's just a lazy river with a bar. So <laughs> that's all that matters is just the fact that it's a lazy river and that there's a bar, and that's what makes it great. And that's true. The drinks are really expensive, just how we like them. And there's cornhole, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still don't think I've ever actually bought a drink from the Cove because um, I don't have like twenty eight dollars to buy two drinks. On me at normal times, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, that's the risk of getting drunk at the Cove. It's like, you know, if, you, if you're if you drunk, you know, starting out, say that you pre-gamed, they've got you. Like, I'll, I'll swim up and buy a fucking frozen whatever the fuck they've got there. <laughs> like, who's to say? 
but Meg okay but Lance mentioned Megan sorry mm-hmm. this is a rabbit hole okay that's something I also didn't mention to you we can take rabbit holes whenever we want to and however we want to so Megan explain for the listeners who Megan is and her context I know very little about Megan as a human being other than we met her at the cove she was for some reason, I remember she was like two, three years older than us. I think she was like 24 at the time. That was part of her brand is that she kept saying that she was really old. Yep, that did, that came up a lot. Um, a lot of things she liked to repeat, um, partially due to the, the fact that she was drunk. Very, very, <laughs> very drunk. She pre-gamed and then still bought probably too much. <clears throat> but yeah, she just kind of walked up on us while we were in the lazy pool, ro- uh, you know, floating around and then just decided to become our friend and did not really leave our presence other than to go uh, yell at someone else in the near vicinity and then came back from what I remember. That's pretty much exactly how I remember <laughs> it too. I just remember that she would like come up to us, hang out with us briefly chat with us, say the same things, do a lap, do a lap and then come back to us again. We would always make our way back to each other, which I think is just beautiful and part of the grand metaphor of bacon. Mm -hmm. But no, yeah, I'll never forget her impact because that was, that, that was a a drunk person that I'll never forget. (laughs) Definitely can't forget her. I think you described it perfectly. It was, it was almost poetic how we always found our way back to each other. Even if we didn't want to. No, she yeah, she would always like she'd be like slouched in her tube and she would just like slowly meander her way like back into our group and we'd just be like us painfully sober, so sober. Because I don't I don't trust myself to day drink, especially in a place where it's like that hot and like I could get sun poisoning. I I, I won't do it. But it's kind of a fun place to be sober, I would say. No, it's still great even if you're sober. I don't know. I don't. I haven't been there drunk almost ever. It's. It was just really fun to just float around a pool. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't even have to swim. It just swims for you. It's the beautiful part. And that's part of being an easily impressed human, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that makes your life much more enjoyable. But anyway, moving on to the first question. Mm-hmm. What's your demon? I can let you think about it. <laughs> you can have multiple of them. I, I definitely probably have more than one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're just a ball of demons, this guy. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, get, uh, I guess it depends on your definition of demon. I'm just thinking of things that, about myself that might make my life more difficult. It's kind of how I'm thinking of it. Um, uh, procrastination. Gosh, I'm, I'm really good at it. Probably to the <laughs> point it's, it's almost a skill at this point, I think, cause <clears throat> my roommate and I always make the joke that, um, however much time you give yourself to do an assignment is how much time it takes you to do it. Um, and I, I've really, I've really stressed that throughout college and gotten really good at finishing things. Um, I think you're not the only person. I think that's, that's just a true insight. If you if you work well under the pressure that you have like 30 minutes to get it done, you're going to get it done. If you only have 30 minutes, you got to do it in 30 minutes. It's, <laughs> it's either that or you spend an entire week working on it and I don't have that kind of time. So <laughs> No, that's definitely one of my worst ones. I'm going to school, but do you think I have time to do school? That's that's stupid. That doesn't even make sense. I can't compute that in my brain. How do you have time for school, even if it's like the only thing you're focused on? Um, Anything else? Um, I mean, we've talked about a lot of things. I have some issues with emotions. Relatively freaking like not that is so powerfully vague. Uh, I can't even begin. Okay, I'll let you. That's not a great way to describe it. <clears throat> um, empathy is a struggle in my life a lot of times, and that's on self awareness. It's, I think that demons be- become less of demons when we acknowledge them and we know that they're there. We know that they're in the corner. 
and we know how to hold them back. My my catchphrase, or it's not even a catchphrase, I've said it maybe twice, <laughs> but I would like to say each morning I wake up and I hold back my demons. <laughs> I suppress them. <laughs> like, uh, I, this is like a recent one. It's just like, I commented on this when I got home from work and Casey and Lance were sitting on the couch, but it's just getting harder and harder for me to be kind to customers. Like, I I feel like the rage that's behind my teeth is just, like, the fumes are, like, flying through, and they can feel it. They can feel that I don't want to talk to them and help them, and that's bad, (laughs) you know? I am so glad I haven't worked in customer service over, like, more than, like, three days, four days in my life. I would be... Three days? When was the circumstance when you worked in customer service for three days? So uh, I I think we've told you, Wade and I did the summer job in Colorado where we were like, we worked in like a grill area, right? Um, I almost always was on the grill or like the other part making the food. Everyone, like I took orders like twice. That's the three days is I took orders twice. I wasn't bad at it, but I was not the best at it. My customer service is not great. I'm so glad I don't have to do it because... There's not really a nice way to say this, but um, <clears throat> the customers you get can just be so annoying and dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's just the truth. The <sighs> thing about customer service is that, like, it's like the customer, this is the part of, I was talking to Casey about this, the customer knows, right, that you ne- you have to be unconditionally kind to them. And it is insane to me how much some people some people are are great and i am shocked by the kindness of people and i would like to point that out but i would also like to say that some people know that they can they can do whatever they want and you yet have to cater to them shame on those people (laughs) that's all i have to say yeah some people definitely take advantage of that the customer is always right you know philosophy they're definitely not always right, but I can keep believing that, I guess. They're wrong. <laughs> Imagine looking at a customer right in the face. You're wrong, actually. <clears throat> that would probably be the day you lost your job, but also probably one of the funnest days of work in a while, I bet, in customer service. I'm sure it would be such a release. Like, I I don't know if it's, like, bad for me to, like, withhold withhold all the stress that I do, but you just, can't, you just have to. That's part part of life if i die young then i die young whatever yeah i guess i don't i mean yeah can't really can't relate because lance yeah, worked in I, customer service for three days <laughs> very little experience to relate to on that one yeah well slay and is that your final answer for your demon yeah i think those work um empathy and <laughs> empathy and uh procrastination probably two of the worst things that i you know let myself do a little too consistently (laughs) on god tyler also said that for his answer is procrastination and yeah no if i also if i if i don't give a shit about something i simply will procrastinate i think that's just across humans that's it makes sense right yeah, definitely. I mean, I haven't been to one of my classes in the month of March. It's the end of March. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think I went maybe March first, and then I haven't. I haven't gone since. I have some excuses. We had spring break, and I had like a, a trip that I was gone. But the last like four classes, I, I've just missed, and I, I don't have a good excuse because I have a class before it. And it's it's literally the door next to it. And I, w- I walk out of that class and just leave. <laughs> I can't I can't say anything. I there's so many times where I've been on campus and I'm like, God, I'm just I'm just gonna leave. Like I, I'm just I'm hungry, I'm tired, like I don't know, the list goes on, but it's it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Mom, don't listen to this. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you were put on this earth slash why do you think you were on the earth in case you don't think that you were put here? <clears throat> I'll let you I'll let you have a minute. Your purpose, basically. 
Uh, am I really, am I really supposed to have an answer to that at this age? Gosh, I kind of hope not. <clears throat> what? You don't have a, you don't have your purpose established. You don't have your, <laughs> you don't have the intricacies of your, your life path and why you're here thought out to a T. This episode is over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think, I think, I think that the the short answer that overlays over everything is that we're not supposed to have it figured out but i guess what i think for my i'll i'll, I'll use my example to like kind of give some context mm-hmm. i would say that my purpose like why i was put here is just generally to treat people well and then make cool shit and then that's it. But that, you know, I think that that's broad. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think getting too specific with it is not great. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have like one or two things that I could consider. I'm obviously not as creative as you are. I don't know if you've noticed. Probably. I was going to make the comment at the beginning that I, I think this is going to be a great episode because I think Lance is a person that I've met. Sorry, this is random and it's off topic, but it gives you time to think Mm -hmm. is that Lance is a person that I've met that I think is the direct opposite of me. And I think that is beautiful because it's like, it's like the yin yang. Like they're just, they're just really, I don't know. Like, I mean, everyone is a contrast to everyone because everyone's different, but Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just so true. You know, like your, your, your intellect is far beyond mine, (laughs) like in terms of, um, objective things. And yet you wear the same Hollister sweatpants probably every single time I see you. It's so, it's such a contrast. (laughs) And that's not me dogging on the sweatpants. It's simply who you are. Hey, these sweatpants are really comfortable, <clears throat> and if if I'm here, I'm I'm not doing anything that I need to wear nice clothes. So that's an excuse for my sweatpants, but they're beautiful and I I love them. Uh, but no, they I make think, you yeah. who you are. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. We're we have a lot of uh, a lot of differences in the way that I think we just think in general about things. So <clears throat> the way that we operate. Yeah. Yeah, that works too. That works really well because almost every decision or thought that goes through my mind is logical and I feel like yours don't tend to be in that, filtered that way. Yeah, no, I mean, I think where we are different is black and white thinking versus like abstract, like subjective mm-hmm. thinking. Like, I don't know, that, that that's kind of vague, but... I think that it, I think it hits it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think that's one of like, Wade and I, Wade is kind of similar to you in that regard. And we would always be able to have like, you know, hour long conversations about the most random thing in the world that did not matter in the slightest. But he would sit there and make me try and think through a random gray position from my black and white perspective. And I think he had way too much fun doing that to me. (laughs) <clears throat> not gonna lie. Wade did Wade did like to subject you and that and that's just so beautiful. <laughs> but anyway, back to back to your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um I think so instead of creating beautiful things like you said, I would say mine is more along the lines of um I don't want to say making someone's life easier because that sounds like my whole purpose is for someone else, but making their their life easier is kind of the easiest way to describe it for me since what I'm going to do involves assisting a company in their financials trying to make things make sense to people that don't immediately see it so i think kind of explaining things or like helping someone understand something is in like the realm of one of my purposes and then just i think being kind is just kind of a given something that you want to do and then i don't know moving on your lineage kids i don't know if that's what you're (laughs) supposed to do that Tyler said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He, the way that he said it was much better than the way that you phrased it. He said, 
creating offspring and i was like on god like why you gotta say it like that like please (laughs) i can picture that man saying creating offspring it's such a beautiful sentence and i was like i was like how do you word this because it sounds like i'm from medieval times saying this but like (laughs) you know uh i don't know going to propagate (laughs) yeah keeping the keeping the family going although my brother's kind of already got that unlocked so we're good on god my brother has two kids. My oldest brother. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, no, yeah, he yeah, he got that unlocked. Oh, yeah, he got it unlocked. He definitely got it unlocked. I don't got to worry about it now. <laughs> <laughs> Lance was like, damn it. I need to create more of myself. That's what Tyler said. He said, I need to create more of myself, which is uh, another another weird way to say that. That feels... Uh, I don't don't mean to sound rude to Tyler. That's the way he worded that. No, call him out. That, that sounds <laughs> a little bit too self-absorbed for me to try and say the same thing. <clears throat> I don't know if the world needs more of me. Maybe more of parts of me. And that's that's where that, you know, other person comes in, I think, to make the, you know, the little person a little bit better than I am. And that... I think that's beautiful. No, I think... Yeah, I was going to say... I... If... If your purpose, I think that he's just terrible with his words, but I think if I'm you're at, I'm not good either, so can't blame him. I think that I think that when it comes time for people to be like, "What do you think about this?" They're like, "Ah!" Like I, th- I think that most people can kind of share a sentiment amongst mm-hmm. that. But um, no, yeah, I think you will be vastly disappointed if you go and you'll be a terrible parent too if you go into the perspective of having a kid uh with i'm going to i'm going to make him just like me because guess what that that's not going to happen <laughs> they're going to resent you too yeah that's that's not a good way to go about it i i did not have that experience and i'm glad about that but i can't imagine that ever going well especially as a kid you hit a certain age and you just don't want anything to do with your parents. Or maybe that's not the right way to word that, but you just kind of, you know. Some people do, and I do uh-uh. feel terrible for those people. Like, I, I don't mean that, like, like that's genuinely mm-hmm. awful. But I've had a couple people comment to me that they don't want to have kids for the reason that they think that they're going to be too controlling over their kid's life, which is a fair, like, sentiment to have. But in a sense, I think that if you're aware that that's something that you're going to want to do. I mean, I feel like every parent is like, you know, worried for their kid mm-hmm. to an extent. I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting duality of yeah. like how far is too far, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's I, I can't imagine having to draw that line. And I'm really glad I don't have to at the moment <clears throat> because I don't have kids. On God. Oh, so Yeah. Um, so yeah. Lance has three secret children that he's going to reveal on the podcast. Oh, um, (laughs) I didn't realize you knew about those. Shoot. Um, Where do you keep them? (laughs) I probably shouldn't say just in case someone else gets. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll cut you off right there. Not, uh, you can't say on the air anyway, but uh, you were the first part of your purpose you were talking about. Oh, you were talking about mm-hmm. making things easier for people to understand. Yeah. This is what I was going to say about that. Yeah. People like me need people like you. This is another part of our duality mm-hmm. is I cannot. Gra- I, I, God damn. If I were a I mean, this is not necessarily what you're doing. Yeah. But let's say that I was a financial advisor or an accountant, I'd be very objectively bad at those things because I probably would, I don't even know what I would do, but I would probably be like, well, let's just see what happens. That's not, that's not something that you can do subjectively. You have to be pretty like strategic and understanding of those things in order to do it anyway. But that's my comment on that. No, I definitely think since I did undergrad engineering and then master's finance, I got like the both perspectives where like the engineer wants to build this beautiful thing and like see this all come into fruition. And then the business person is just sitting there like, no, no, we can't afford that. Um, (laughs) We can't afford that. We can't afford that. Um, You got to cut this out. (laughs) Got to kind of see it from both perspectives and both people are necessary. 
being stringent on your vision on your vision your vision <laughs> not my not your vision <laughs> yes yeah definitely necessary but yeah i think i think that's a cool answer what do you think your gift is you might have just touched on it a little bit but if you think you have more you can add them <clears throat> you're just so gifted so I definitely wouldn't say that. Um, I'm I so... think that everyone has gifts, but that's also my perspective. Some people have disagreed with me on that. I think everyone can find something that they're good at. Um, but I mean, a gift is kind of a weird word. Um, I think there's certain things that I'm good at, and I guess I would consider those in the same realm as what your, I guess, what a gift would be. Um, I've always been really good at math, and that's kind of always been like a safe place for me to. I just just pursue other things using math. Um, That's why I got into engineering and why I ended up doing finance. So I think that's probably the best answer. Always been really good with numbers, just in general. They made sense in my brain more than anything else. Another contrast to me. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Like, I'm, I think if there's, like, the thing, like, there's, like, there's a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. It's like one end is things that you're good at, and then the other end is things that you're very, very bad at. I would say that math is like at the furthest end of things that I'm bad at, because it it just uh, it just doesn't it just does not come naturally to me. I can't explain to you why. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't know. People like me need people like you. Oh, I totally understand. If you if I tried to explain why math makes sense to me, it's really difficult. In the same way that, you know, if you tried to if you told me to draw something right now, I'd spend like ten minutes sitting there thinking and then I would draw a fish. But it would be like one of those fishes that like little kids draw where it's just like the little squiggly and then the line to make the tail and it's like a goldfish cracker and that's it. Yet it's still a fish. I'll give you that. Kinda, sort of. More like a weird eight that got cut off, but close enough. Abstract. <laughs> people people pay for that kind of shit. People pay for a lot of things that I would question <laughs> as, as someone who does finance. On that, that is, what a great quote. People pay for a lot of things. A lot of things that are very questionable. But yes, yes, they do pay for so many things. I still have questions. They'll never be answered, I'm pretty sure. But questions yeah. that you won't ask. Yeah, it feels kind of rude at this point. <laughs> is that is that your gift that you're going to include, or would you like to add more of them? I think I think that's probably the best answer I can give. I can't really think of anything else right now. Slay. Anyway, what is your worst fear? Mm, it's fun. It's a fun question. I don't, uh, I don't like this question. I will, I, I've thought about this a couple times, so I have like in a couple of answers. Um, I think the, the like logic answer or like the, the common answer would be I'm terrified of heights. That's not the, the you are. Answer. Oh, incredibly. Like, have you, have you been to the Grand Canyon? Absolutely not. And <laughs> if there's not a railing, I will not go. <clears throat> the, no, like the videos that you see on the play, uh, people like doing stuff on like the side of a building or like anything like that. I can literally like get freaked out from a video like that. But I've also like I I've done things. So like I I like uh, worked with my family on like roofing and stuff like that, and like putting up stuff on roofs where it's ten feet in the air. Not even that dangerous. Terrified for my life. No. <clears throat> Yeah, so heights is one of those, but uh, I don't think that's the the answer that you're looking for. Well, it, it this is your episode, bestie. You can do whatever you want with it. That's the that's not the only answer I'll give. How about that? I I do have a strong fear of heights. Um, I think the other thing that I've always been afraid of is um, I've had kind of a lot of expectations on me as a kid. My older brothers not being unsuccessful in their lives, but just not doing in ins- like insanely great things. And then I came up and I was, I was really good at school. So <clears throat> I just feel like I had a lot of expectations on me to do something with the fact that I was intelligent. And I think one of the fears that I've always had was not being- They said, I'm- please do something, <laughs> please. 
Yeah. Um, one of my brothers dropped out of college and he was going to like a, a community college and then dropped out of that. Still doing fine in a great, like he's got a great life with two kids and everything now. But, and then the other one only went to, went to the army or air force. So I got, I went to an actual university and I feel like I got a lot of like the expectations that weren't put on the other two kids. So not meeting those was kind of always one of my bigger fears. Yeah, especially when they're so damn high, like I can imagine, like (laughs) you're doing, you're doing hard school. You're doing hard school, at least from my perspective. I mean, to you, you're like, oh, damn, it's easy. But like, no, you're, you're doing hard school. So I can imagine that that's, that's very, that's very realistic. There's a lot of, there's a lot of gravity to that. I try not to say my school is like easy just because I know people tend to get frustrated when you say that, even if it is easy to you, which at some points it was at some points, gosh, I, I've hated certain, certain things. Like I said, I haven't gone to a class in a month and that's mostly just cause I don't like the professor and don't like the class. <clears throat> that's, that's such a boss move being like, I don't really like you, so I'm not going to show up. I'll just like figure it out on my end. It's worked out so far. For the last month, at least, <laughs> haven't Slay. taken a test. Haven't taken a test. So, but then again, his test grades, the average was around a fifty. So I'm not really worried. Was around a fifty. It was. It was exactly a fifty on the first test. That was. That was the average grade. How did you do? Oh, you said that you hadn't taken a test. No, no, I haven't taken a test since I stopped going to class. I was still going at that point. Oh. Um, on that test. Uh, I was below average. <laughs> yes! I mean, an average of a 50, the expectation to me is like a 30 at that point, so... Yeah, I was somewhere in that range. It was, it was, it's probably one of the lowest grades I've ever gotten on a test, if not the lowest. And that's <clears throat> on 50s get degrees. I'm changing, changing the laws. Only in Masters, where everything is curved to a B. <laughs> Yay! He loves it. Is that your? Is that the end of your worst fear? I think so. I don't. I mean, there's other things that are smaller, but I think those two, the the heights was more of a just like objective. Like this is, I don't like doing this. And then the other one was kind of more, you know, uh, existential. What's I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. You probably do. Yeah, big big guy. That that that, <laughs> exactly. that wasn't that was that in fact made it more stupid than what you said. No, that was a beautiful answer. I liked it better. No existential, just big guy. There's you know there's the smaller guys and then there's the bigger guys. My smaller guys is like uh, I really don't like spiders. I also really don't like. Okay, I don't, I don't know if you know what megalophobia is. It's like the fear of big things. I did not know that, but I probably could have guessed. It's not like an like a fear fear. Like if I'm in front of a whale, I'm not going to be like, ah! Like it's not like that. But it will make like, let me use this example. Tyler, when he was in London, went to the Natural History Museum and he took a picture of a whale skeleton that they had displayed. He showed me a picture of it. He was like, does this like trigger your megalophobia? And I was like, that would actually make me very uncomfortable, like standing in front of it. It's just this weird, uneasy feeling. I'm like, that's too big. Like, it's too, like, I don't know. Like the idea, there are just some things that I'm like, some like really big statues. Like if I were to stand in front of Christ the Redeemer in Brazil, I think that would just not, not be ideal for me. That's an interesting fear. I don't think I've heard that one before. I can see where it makes sense, but can't say I have the same fear. I like to be unique. I like to have niche fears. I'm I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's, that's my small guy. I have big guys too, but you can just go listen to the other episodes and Mm -hmm. hear about my big guys. Anyway, do you have any regrets? Um... I don't think so. There's a couple of things that I like. If I would go back and change, I'd consider. Um, I don't really have anything that I truly regret because I kind of like where I am in my life. I don't have any big problems with what how everything ended up. 
<clears throat> there are a couple of decisions that I look back and I'm like, that probably wasn't the right decision to make. Um, but you know how they say like hindsight's 2020. I've, I've tried to always think that, uh, if I'm okay with where I'm at, then there's nothing that was truly worth regretting. That makes like sense. It, it led you to where you're, you're at now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with where I ended up. I've got, I'm graduating college in a couple months, which is terrifying and becoming an actual adult. Also terrifying. Ooh. So terrifying. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, but I've got a job all lined up and then there's not, I, it's pretty close to my family, which I'm, I'm a little excited about, not too far from anyone. Um, so I don't have anything that like, I want to change to where that might be at risk. So I think I don't want to say I have any regrets. There are some decisions that I like don't agree with now that I know who I am better, but not really a regret. I think that's very interesting because I define regret like exactly the same way. Like I think I said exactly what you said Mm -hmm. is regret for me. It depends on how you define regret is regret for me is something that I would go back and change, but I'm very similar in the sense that I wouldn't change those things because I think that it's led up. It's led me to where I am now. Mm -hmm. And additionally, because of whatever decisions I've made. Trust me, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, you have those moments where you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Oh, I just, and you'd rather not know how many times I've woken up in the middle of the night thinking that exact thing. Just, God, oh, you're an idiot. How it like scares me awake. You're like, <gasps> it's like your mind's like, remember this? And I'm like, oh, please. Like, it's like, it ranges so vastly from like small like small things where I was just a little bit cringy mm-hmm. to like very big things where it's like, mm, but it's, it's always like, it's either that or when I'm driving, my brain will be oh. like, let's reintroduce this one. Let's play this one again. Yep. And I, I don't like hearing about that. I wouldn't change it because I think it needed to happen. And I think it needed to take me down a peg and get me to where I am now. But it's, it's, it's tough. But I wouldn't change anything. I agree with you. No, my brain's definitely kind of an asshole when it comes to like going to sleep or just like there's nothing going <laughs> on. Such a, he's just like, hmm, what could we think about? All these nice things, not the shittiest memory ever. Right now, think about it. Driving's the worst one too because there's like nothing else to do. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that's like, that's like the time when you're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I, I, that's why I like, I kind of listen to like a podcast or something sometimes because if it's, if it's just music, like my mind will roam. And a lot of times it's really great because I think a lot of like inspiration for the things that I make comes from music. Mm -hmm. But if it's not thinking about that, I'm thinking about something else that's, that's existed. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I do some things while driving also, not podcasts. I probably shouldn't admit that I do this. Um, my roommate started watching TV while he drives and every once in a while I'll, I'll, you know. Oh, I've seen him do that. I've seen him do that. I have tended to throw something on. It's usually something that I'm not actually having to pay full attention to, something that I've already seen. And it's just like, it's the sound of some people talking instead of music. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll be like, glance down. I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to actually, <laughs> but yeah, music doesn't always do it. <clears throat> the idea that despite the fact that there are hundreds of only audio experiences for you to go down, you chose a visual while you drive is kind of boss. <laughs> you know, I try my best. <laughs> no, I have this, this friend I actually think I'm going to invite him to be the next podcast episode. But no, I've seen I've seen him do that. I've seen him watch anime while he's been driving. I'm like, you have to read for that, brother. <laughs> you have to read. David, if you're listening, I'm glad that you're alive. No, anime is one of the ones that I definitely won't do. I won't even like eat while watching anime. This I anime. can't I can't even. I mean like I kind of I kind of speak Japanese. Like I can't do that. No, anime is one that I will not I will not I will not test that. I I literally only put on things that I've like already seen or know that I do not care enough about to actually fully pay attention to. And that's very true. And that's on 
watching, at least for me, I just absolutely love watching reality TV while I'm cooking and eating. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just rich. And I can look up every so once in a while and be like, oh my god, she said what? And then it's just like a little something for me. And then I go back to sauteing my chicken or whatever. But No, that's beautiful. I do. I, I don't use reality TV just because I can't bring myself to watch reality TV by myself. Even, even if it is enjoyable every once in a while. Just can't do it. I think that's fair. I think, but you're also a person, at least from what I've heard and seen, mm-hmm. is that you can't start something and not finish it. So <laughs> if you're going to start it, I mean, it depends on what it is, I, I suppose. It has to be either like really bad TV. <clears throat> I've only ever like stopped watching shows because it either got really bad or it was like really good at the beginning and then just got so much progressively worse that it couldn't I couldn't stand watching it anymore because I had good memories of other parts. So there's not very many things that I've started and not finished. I can think of like three shows off the top of my head. Almost everything else I've at some point gone through and finished. I think I think that's true for me too. Like I mean, if something is really, really good to me, it's so absorbing to the point where I like I have absolutely no choice but to sit down and watch the rest of it. Hence, I finished Attack on Titan in like a week, like all of it. But for instance, like, I don't know if you've watched Westworld before. Mm-hmm. I, I've watched the first season of Westworld. That's one of the ones that I haven't finished. And I can't even remember why I didn't finish it. I think it's because it got confusing to me. Like the second season, you said I I can't understand this. That's enough. <clears throat> the second season, I was just like. Also, sometimes if like they do something to a character that I really like and they're just gone, <laughs> it's usually cause enough for me. I was like, that is he was great, and then you just ended him. Nah, nah, I'm done. <laughs> One of those. He characters out, Lance is out, but no, yeah, it. In season three, like, I love Westworld so much. I love the concept of it. I think it's very unique. I think it's very well written. Until the third season where they randomly change basically everything. Like, flip everything on its head. And I was really excited because they bring in Aaron Paul, who's Jesse in Breaking Bad. And at that point, the show just gets really, like, weird, convoluted. And it's weird and it doesn't... Not in a good way. Mm. I like weird in a good way, but like, you'll ha- you'll understand if you ever watch it, but you probably <laughs> won't. Yeah, I'll I'll have to finish the second season and then probably just stop. <laughs> no, the first and second seasons are absolutely delicious, but the third season is just where you're like, why'd we, why'd we, why'd we go this way? Yeah, I think I've watched the first season of Westworld twice. Never <laughs> finished the second season. Can't like, I'll just stay that. here. I can't explain that one. It just happened both times. <laughs> I understand that, though. But moving on to the next question is, what is the best thing? <laughs> Everybody looks so scared when I ask them this one. It's broad, and it could literally be whatever you want. It could be a small thing, as we were saying before, a small guy or a big guy. Uh, okay. Let's see. I have a lot of things that I, like, truly just, you know, enjoy. Um, so it'll probably end up being one of those. I want to just go with, if I want to just go super simple, I would say food. I love food. On God. It is one of the most beautiful things in the world, yet somehow I tend to be too lazy to cook for myself. Can't explain that either. Um. (laughs) It's work. I mean, to me, like, this is... Don't worry, listeners, I shower. But showering is work to me. Like, you know, I would rather... Sometimes I think I'm like, if I just didn't have hair, like, life would be easier. Anyway. Showering's probably worse for you, but even I sit there and think, oh, it's a lot of effort to get in the shower right now. (laughs) But no, food is definitely, I think, up there as one of the greatest things. Especially, like, my mom's cooking is one of the things that, like, I will... I don't like to visit home super often just because I, even though I, I love my family and everything, I can get very tired of them, but I will. It's, it's draining. I will always go home to eat anything my mom made. On God, he'll drive that three hours. Totally worth it every time. Even if it's for like 12 minutes to eat like a single plate of food, I would do it. 
That's insane. See, my mom, like, this is the thing, is that Stacy can be a good cook, but she just doesn't enjoy cooking, like, at all. So, like, she will, she'll cut corners, you know, because Mm -hmm. she, she can and as she should, because she, she doesn't like it. But it definitely, like, shines through. Nothing is bad. My dad is a, is genuinely a bad cook, but, like the lack the lack of enjoyment is also something to factor in but i've i've heard that 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 home cooking no home cooking cooking is easily one of the best things at least to me um my dad's also a good let's say this he's not exactly a good cook but he's a good griller that's the that's the trait of the white dad they're really they're really good with the with the grill yeah my dad falls into almost every white white dude white dad trope not gonna lie. You got the New Balances, the really high socks, um, jorts. Wait, no. that's so special. I think jorts is right, right? That sounds right. Jean shorts. That, that's right, jorts. Nice. Look at that. Look at you in fashion. I I know. I'm really stepping out over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom is the pretty much the exact opposite. Really good at cooking and everything. I think you have like people who have. Let's see, how do I say this? Cooking is an art, and you have to have a good intuition for it. You know, you just, you just have to, like, like, baking is a science. You know, things can go wrong, and you can point to the thing that made it go wrong. Cooking is kind of like, well, add a dash of this, and, like, add a dash of that, and, like, suddenly it's really good, and you're like, oh, what's the recipe? They're like, I don't fucking know. And you're like, that's so annoying that I can't just follow it and replicate it. But, yeah, anyway... Comment on cooking. Do you have any other best things you would like to share? Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the simple things, hanging out with people that you enjoy, all of that stuff, always great, but I think... All that cheesy, stupid stuff. Yeah, all the cheesy crap that people say, you know? Nothing cheesy on this podcast. Absolutely nothing loving at all. Not from me. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! All right, okay. All right. Heard. Anyway, do you believe in God? I really dislike this question. I'm just going to forefront that really fast. I'm glad. (laughs) This is one of the questions that I've literally stayed away from for the longest time, growing up in a small town in Texas. Oh, I bet. But guess what? You can't run anymore. (laughs) I'm following. (laughs) But I guess the difference is, is that I don't specific, I don't expect a specific answer from you which i think is the difference from the small town in texas i think they expect something from you oh they expect you to say yes every time which is fine there's nothing wrong with that um i think let's see how do i it's it's I, i don't like answering this question just because most people's views are different than mine but i've always had a hard time with explaining the rationale for it so it's hard for me to to believe in it when I don't he can't be explained by science, which is like one of the you know building blocks for logical thinking, so it's kind of just really on hard. God, yeah, sorry, not on God <laughs> that was beautiful timing by the way welcome welcome to welcome to comedy hour <clears throat> so that's it's kind of always just been like a really difficult thing for me to to understand and grasp, I think. And that's real. I think uh, this will encourage you is there, firstly, there's been a pretty big variety of perspectives on the podcast. I think out of you are episode eight, I think, out of the eight, I think only two have believed in a god specifically. Anyway, maybe three, but anyway, mm-hmm. I that's something I've really enjoyed is the the how people's answers i guess specifically for this question too have varied Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely makes sense can't i can't see him who's to say yeah i've always said i think ever since i got out of high school it was like agnostic although i don't say this to my family (laughs) that one no i've i've heard people say before that they they can't bring themselves to tell their family that they're not christian because they know it would be like oh they're 
they're going to hell. Like, and you're like, I'm honestly not that concerned about that. But anyway. <laughs> no, that's always one of my favorite things is my mom will mention something like that. And I'll be like, great, mom. And then I'll just go about my day and pretend like it never happened. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Me so. trying to tell my mom I'm going to hell. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's not one that I think I'll just leave that and not not have that conversation. It doesn't seem like it'll do anything for me in the good sense. I think, honestly, that is wise. Yeah. Some people say you shouldn't, you know, lie to family or whatever, and I tend to disagree in certain areas. You're not lying. You're just keeping secrets. (laughs) Just not telling them everything, which they don't need to know anyway. Yeah, and that's on not telling your parents everything, which I think at I think I've learned a lot about at the age that I am at, I'm at. Sorry, this is another rabbit hole, but it's interesting. It's an interesting one. Is that I am? I don't know. I don't know how you are with your parents. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can tell my mom, like close to everything about my college life if you understand what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i can tell my mom that i went to northgate and we got drunk with the homies and she'll be like oh on god that sounds fun but i cannot tell that to my dad because my dad will be like you're you're sinning you do you want anyway commenting on transitioning into a different relationship with your parents in college but with my dad, that didn't really change. It did not really transition. I, I think mine's almost the exact opposite. Like, my dad, I would tell almost anything to. My mom, no. Just no. My mom will sit there and stare at me like, you should have been studying. And I was like, mom, the project was due the next Damn, morning. mom! The project was due the next morning at 8. It's okay. I woke up at 9. It's fine. <laughs> no. Mom, literally, like... I was awake. I was hungover, but I was up at six. Like I was awake to do the project. I didn't do it. That had nothing to do with the alcohol. I had plenty of days to do it where I wasn't drunk, too. So proud. But random rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what is the worst thing? Um, <laughs> um, one of my least favorite things is... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this. I want to say like people pushing their their beliefs or their own thoughts onto you. On God, I that's also one of my <laughs> worst things. <laughs> yeah, that's it's one of my. It's always been one of my least favorite things. Is is someone trying to tell you how you should think or feel or anything like that? Like I appreciate someone else's perspective on something, but as long as it's just that a perspective. Yeah. When it becomes a. When it becomes a command, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, totally agree there. So that's like I like to get other people's like ideas on something, but I don't. <clears throat> I don't want to say like being told what to do or like told what to think, but that's kind of how it. The easiest way to describe it, I think. I think, I think that is a slay answer, and I think that, for this reason. This is just a random, like, side comment, I guess, on God. <laughs> We're going back to God. He always comes back. <laughs> but literally, he wrote it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so stupid. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. But I, for that very reason, mm-hmm. especially with that association that people have with Christians, that they can be like that, mm-hmm. and that they... I I won't I won't even say tend to be, but they definitely can be. Mm-hmm. For that reason, I just don't like telling people that I'm Christian. I'm going to wait a long. I've talked about this on the podcast mm-hmm. at length, but I would I don't like to tell people that I'm a Christian until they know me pretty well, because I would ra- I don't want any, any of that to be assumed about me. Yeah. That if they, this is kind of a further addition. But if they express something to me, I don't want them to be expecting a certain reaction from me or feel like they can't tell me something Mm -hmm. because I will push a certain narrative on them. Anyway, random side thought. Thoughts? No, I I completely get that. And I think I actually had experience with that since Wade was one of my best friends and he was very Christian. 
Um, and I always had the wrong idea about him up until about like my sophomore year of college. I was like afraid to have him involved in certain parts, whether it be like drinking or, or just dumb things that I would say or do. <clears throat> I would almost like just not include him in that. And uh, once we got out of the habit of that, I realized how much fun it was. Even if he was Christian, he could still do whatever he really decided he wanted to do and think. So completely understand that perspective. I think that's beautiful. I think I remember y'all talking about that one time, which I thought was really funny. Mm -hmm. But it illustrates the point that I'm making very well. Because, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've encountered it before, like when I've seen people interact as this... You know, as soon as the person mentions that they're Christian to somebody, they're like, oh, well, I'm going to get judged for when I whip out my vape here in a couple seconds. So, you know, I'll, I'll, pa- I'll pass out on doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. I would rather depict unconditional acceptance of people before, before we drop the bomb. Yeah, what's funny is I think I knew that about you really early and never, never felt weird about that stuff in front of you either, though. So you do a pretty good job. That that means a lot. Thank you, thank you, pants. God, sweet. No sweet things on the podcast. No, no cheesy things. Shit, my bad. You're terrible. Um. <laughs> Yay! That's the spirit. Thank you. Anyway, mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing about people? Mm. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. You hate all of them, but you got to pick something. <clears throat> um, I think one of the best things about people is just, I think you've said it before, everyone's different, so everyone has different perspectives on things. And I think that's incredibly helpful in a lot of ways. Like, uh, a lot of times when I'm doing something or thinking about doing something, whether it be like I was looking for a new apartment, um, I've talked to... 10, 15 different people just to get different ideas on things that I should consider. Um, And I think the fact that everyone has different experiences is amazing and can be really helpful to you so you can help decide something for yourself based on your experiences and in contrast with other people's. So I think that's one of the best things. I think it's very interesting because Mm -hmm. this question specifically um, of the eight people thus far, seven of them have answered this question the same, mm-hmm. which is which I think is really cool, which is that answer is that people vary so much. But I haven't heard that perspective before, that people varying is helpful, like, which is true. Mm-hmm. People's, you know, experiences that are unique to that person don't Mm -hmm. just shape them. They also shape you, which I think is, I think is really cool. Yeah. I think that was like the easiest way for me to just kind of describe an instance of it. At least one that I know I use often. There's a lot of ways that I think you can think about it where it's people are different and that's just kind of great so that no one's, no one's the same. So you always have something to talk about, something to do, some different ideas to consider. I think that's interesting. I also think that's very interesting. And we just got a lot of characters out here. I mean, everyone just varies so much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I talk about I talk about NPCs on other episodes of the podcast, but uh-huh. I'm I'm blown away very like almost daily how much that's not true. You know, like people just really do vary so much You're like, "Oh, fuck, y'all aren't all the same." Like this is insane. Damn it. I wanted you to be an NPC. That would made it so much easier. Yeah, we're all just Sims. But anyway, is that your is that your final answer for that question? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's the best way for me to say it. Sorry. On God, no, sorry. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I I wasn't as I wasn't as uh, smooth with the mic that time. Ah, it's fine. You're doing great. Better than I would. I just did it again. I pause a lot. I pause a lot, so it it kind of makes sense that you would uh, you know miss some things every once in a while. See, I. I've told Casey and Wade this, but I think I do plan to continue Bob and Friends in like a different format mm-hmm. once this project is done for school. This is part of a project for school, mm-hmm. but definitely going to invest in at least two mics. Two mics. It, th- this is just not. It, it doesn't provide for like as natural of an ambiance or a professional one. 
professional as though I'm like making money off of this, but like <laughs> anyway. No, I think that's a that's a great plan. Two mics would be yeah, definitely helpful in making this work a little bit smoother. But you're doing great. You're doing great. Thank you. I think it will allow for like better ad libs too. Like mm-hmm. people can just kind of like chime in when they want to. I think that that's like a lot of the beauty of the podcast format and yeah, something I want to implement in the future. No, I think that's a good plan. On God. Anyway, last one. Mm-hmm. What is an experience that has changed you, good or bad? There, every experience in, <laughs> like, in my entire life has changed me in some way, I feel like. So that's really... Okay, well, pick one. I... Pick one of them. What if I don't want to? <laughs> This is the part where Lance will list every experience that he's ever had in his life, <laughs> starting from birth. So in third grade, no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, um, let's see. I think one of the biggest ones for me was after getting to college, not just getting to college itself, because I didn't really change that much the fr- my freshman year of college. I was still really not involved as much as I wanted to be, not as much into talking with other people, but I think... Not really into talking. No, I didn't enjoy it very much. But after I broke up with my high school girlfriend, um, I, I kind of felt a lot more free to just do whatever I wanted with all of my time instead of having to worry about, I don't know, whether or not it was something that would be okay with the fact that I had a girlfriend somewhere who might be uncomfortable with me being in a situation. So I think that experience, ending that relationship and finally just being myself without anyone else kind of having a say in what I should be doing is one of the biggest things that changed me and allowed me to become kind of more of who I am now. Being yourself without the influence of anyone else. Beautiful. Do you feel like she had a lot to say about like what you were doing? or Not exactly, but I think she gave me a lot of excuses to not do things that I could have and should have done in my like first six, seven months of college. A lot less, I don't know, going out just in, in I, I don't know, fear of maybe it going wrong or something happening that shouldn't have. So I think she just gave me a really good excuse. Like, Oh, I have a girlfriend. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't go out and hang out with all my friends that even if they weren't female. So I don't think she had a lot of say, but she just kind of was a presence that allowed me to kind of push away the idea. If that makes sense. An influence. No, I get, I get that for sure. How long did y'all, you said like, for six or seven months how long did y'all date into college uh we broke up uh spring semester and like the beginning of it like february um we dated for like a year and a half so on god is that your longest relationship to date yes only relationship to date i think technically hey my any relationship that i've had thus far has not been that long so (laughs) on god It went on probably a lot longer than it should have, as I've been told, but it's fine. Uh, I feel like I feel like the first relationship always goes on longer than it should. It should, you know, like my my longest relationship to date is my first relationship, but it also is by far my worst relationship that I've had, which is like, you know, I wouldn't change it because I learned a lot of things. I think it was very vital. It was, like, so viscerally mm-hmm. vital. But I, I think calling it quits after, like, a month. In fact, I I did end it with him once, and then we got back on track. I should have just, like, ah, that, that's enough. <laughs> like, yeah, I think my girlfriend and I at the time had had, like, conversations where we had almost broken up in, like, before we had moved out to college. And I was like, uh... I, I promised to do this. I should still do it. That probably wasn't the greatest decision I've made. One of those things that were like, it would have been a regret, but I'm okay with where I am. So not really too worried about it. 
it makes you learn. Yeah. You know, you can look back on it and be like, yeah, oh, that was dumb, you know, and there's a lot of things. <laughs> I Newsflash, a lot of life is dumb things that I've done. In fact, I probably have done more dumb things than I have good things, so, you know, I'm just a guy. I, I definitely remember a lot more of the dumb things that I've done than the good things. Um, Which is a shame, isn't it? Yeah, it's really sad. For some reason, those things stick a lot better. But yeah, so I definitely agree, though. That was that was the best and worst relationship. I don't really have anything else to compare it to. But it definitely made me learn a lot about what I wanted and and stuff like that. So it was helpful. I think that's exactly how I have described that relationship, my first relationship to mm-hmm. people, is that I think it was like a very quick moment of like okay this is what you want and this is what you don't want and then that's that and mm-hmm. you you feel better and yeah slay <laughs> slay all right pants thank you for coming on or whatever this was a good episode some some good some good substance in there some some crunchy thoughts i'm glad you were able to dig it out of me I didn't I didn't have to use a shovel, you know. You're not you're not too tough of an onion to peel. You just had to find a spoon or something. Yeah, just a little it was like it was like a snack pack. It, it was not it was not there was no resistance. Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I was able to to help you with this too. Well, this has been Lance and Friends. I'm sorry, Bob and Friends. <laughs> Maybe I'll just let Lance host from now on. But anyway, Party Rock is in the house tonight. Good night.